from Crew Cats after 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 party. It's the Vocal Minority Podcast. I still have a headache. I feel itchy. So itchy. Hi. I've got main dreams. I'm not supposed to have. Raise your voice. Well, hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Vocal Minority Podcast. The podcast that is delighted by the results of the MLS Cup final. Hells yeah. Damn straight. Delight's strong. You're not delighted? <laughs> I mean, I I'm delighted. My, Play along. Toe party it, line, it, it would was, you? God damn it. It's preferable, but delight. Ooh, the enthusiasm. I have schadenfreude, but do I really have joy? I didn't say joy. I said delight. Mm. I, isn't delight higher than joy? Eh. I would I would say no. I would <laughs> say something can be delightful, but not necessarily joyful. Delightful, joyful, but, but you feel delightful. Said contented. Would contented have been acceptable to the two Yes. Grumps? Yes. <laughs> the two Duncans. So what? Statler and Waldorf, yes. Yes, exactly. Welcome back, boys. Not that you ever left. <laughs> <laughs> on this week's show, it's pretty much all CanCon and MLS, two things that rarely go together. Uh, with a smidge of TFC talk thrown in, we talk all about the rebrand of the YU Columbus cruising to a win in the MLS Cup final. See what I did there? The absolutely not exciting expansion draft, CCL for this year and next, a kick controversy, and more. Now, this week's panel. Happy that at least his team beat a Liverpool side. It's Duncan Fletcher. Yeah, we did. Suck <laughs> it, Liverpool. Suck it. Mm. Did Matt- your team beat Liverpool? No. Mm. No. No. How about you, Mac? When did your team last beat Liverpool? Just say no, Mac. Uh, Just say no. No. <laughs> Not yet. I'm optimistic. Not yet. Mm-hmm. I shouldn't have put that in his intro. Should I? He's just going to live off of that the whole show. Damn it. Uh, I should. Mastermind of Cards Against MLS. Welcome to Mark Hinckley. I try. I tried. Thank you all for uh, playing along and putting up with our shenanigans. And uh, I'd like to say thank you to people who tried to subvert it in an almost literal, intelligent way, Dwayne. And. And Dwayne, um, I appreciated it. Dwayne, that was really good, Dwayne. Could have been anyone, Dwayne. Anyone. Anybody. Yeah. God. And Dwayne Di Rosario? Yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, he knows who he is. He knows what he did. He knows what he's done. Uh, back after Spurs have brought him back down to earth, it's Tony Welsh. I meant Dwayne Di Rosario. Who didn't? He's an author. You can? He's he's the godfather of MLS. Mm-hmm. That's right. That's he he, he's the greatest Canadian male player ever. He's going to make you an offer you He'll have, you know. Like, I'm a fan, but there's a lot. I even see the asterisks in what you just said, Duncan. It's okay. fine. <laughs> he's just quoting from the book. Yes. Or from the top 25 or both. You choose. It was, it was the book review. Yeah. Uh, as for me, I think Jerry Bankston is my new hero. I am your host, Kristen Lay. And now this week's show.
Well, before we get into the show, we do want to just say a quick word, you know, a little moment of sadness about the passing of uh, Paolo Rossi. Uh, another another soccer legend that has uh, that has left the pitch permanently. Um, yeah. Yeah, he was he was, you know, one of those one of those players that you, you you knew about, you talked about, you have that moment from the from the eighty two World Cup and he was a brilliant player and it's it's very sad that he's gone. And gone quite young, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Off to f- fix matches in the sky. <laughs> oh, no to. CFC will be holding his memorial twenty minutes before the cup. <laughs> Uh, uh, just looking on uh, the Wikipedia, and apparently the, the whole match fixing scandal he was involved with was known in Italy as Totonero, which oh, is delightful. That's so much fancier than Calciopoli. Yes, <laughs> but less than a bunga bunga. Yes, uh, but yeah, that... for three years, reduced to two years, and he came back and won the World Cup. And exactly. that's all you need to do. Yeah, that moment at TFC though, that was that was one of the more embarrassing moments as a Toronto FC fan. Yeah. You know, to have This is not disparaging any in any way to the memory of Pelorazzi, but more a joke onto Oh, absolutely. TFC this game is services TFC, like to do, like to honor people in the worst way possible. Like yeah. just we'll talk about you might as you might as well have stuck him in Union Station with Torsten Frings and hope someone recognized him. Well, I I would I would like to just kind of bring it. Duncan, did you happen to click on that link for Totonero? <laughs> no. Okay, let me re- let me I'm read to you the good part. And this might come up with the whole twenty minutes before. I think it's revenge. Check this out. The participants in the scandal were Avellino, Bologna. Juventus, Lazio, AC Milan, Napoli, Perugia, Pescara, Genoa, Lecce, Palermo, Pistoese, and Taranto. 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 Oh, Taranto. Yeah, yeah. I, I, huh. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not a tinfoil hat guy, but mm-hmm. the connection is clear. Yes. Yeah. yeah. He's like, I'm. He, he's probably still mad at Taranto for for all the all the screwing around with his. His screwing around. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. The rads. Um, all right. Well, it is CanCon time. And of course, we have to start it off with the big news from last week. The ongoing big news. The York 9 rebrand. Uh, yes. I, I don't recognize that name anymore. Say hello to York United. Hello. Why United? you? Hello. Exactly why I know. <laughs> so last Friday, after a week long, week long countdown to the worst kept secret in the CanPL, why it needed a week long countdown, you know, a couple days probably would have sufficed. But uh, York Nine was officially rebranded to York United as a shed their regional roots and fully embraced going for the Toronto market. Um, yeah, York York United FC. Not a surprising name. They've, they've been playing in Toronto the whole time. It's, yeah. <laughs> what, what, what were they holding back from? 
I love I love the the second uh, the secondary uh, badge. Hello, CN Tower. That's nice. Yeah, it's ambitious. It's, it's, right, yeah. it's a very nice badge. Is it? Um, it looks like something from like a convention that's coming to Toronto. Yeah. <laughs> it's soccer fest. Package, the number network. one soccer business expo. Don't they already have one of those? Probably. Yeah. Um. So yeah, so we've got so Angus McNabb is con, you know continuing his his remake of the club, um, mm-hmm. which started and also, with, and also retained his title as most Scottish name. Yes, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, killing Yorkie, improving the team's socials, and now a full rebrand. So new colors, new crest, new name. Uh, who knows what else will be new? Uh, so. Well, it'll be a new mascot. Did, did they ever replace Yorkie? Not yet. They should bring him back and put a mustache on him. I'm assuming it's just going to be... <laughs> Make him more Toronto. Some sort of oh, military person to honor the, the Queen's York Rangers bullshit. You know, it'll just be that. Nah, it'll, it'll be, be Yorkie, but dressed like more like he lives in Toronto. That's all. It'll be like Ossington Yorkie. Ossington uh, Yorkie. Honestly, get a wallet we chain. have a perfectly usable uh, uh, mascot in Currency Charles. We could be bought pretty cheaply, I think. Uh-huh. It's just a Monopoly guy with less of a mustache and bigger mutton chops. Yeah. But money. Lots of money yeah. to burn. To let his cigar. His cigar. <clears throat> Pardon me. Yes. I mean, it's 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 so good. I don't see how kids wouldn't love it. Well, so lovable, right? Kids like, of all ages. He throws money at you. Exactly. Currency girls. What's not to love? All right. Well, so the uh, the badge, the crest, mm-hmm. with its very shield like look. Um, so we've got so they've got new colors. They've got the more muted green uh, with it. Was it the Lake Ontario blue? Ooh. Uh, and the white and the gold. And uh, so we've kept the nine stripes, the moniker given to us by our fans. And part of our history forever, we will always mm. be the nine stripes. Aww. But one of those, really one of those stripes has got to step aside. Yeah, apparently. If, if if they're all in on Toronto, sorry, Markham. Uh, the trillium, and it's the it's the tiniest trillium. I don't even know that it's there. York and Toronto have always been a capital. From the capital of Upper Canada in 1793 to Ontario today, a trillium is a part of the province and an emblem worthy of a provincial capital. That's Ooh, actually a false. That's actually a falsehood, though. That, uh, that, uh, York provincial. and Toronto were always the capital because yep. Newark, now Niagara on the Lake, was the capital of Upper Canada briefly. Excuse me. Excuse me. Um, you may want to look into the uh, history of Upper Canada. Who needs history when you are remaking? Um, uh, a, I, I don't a, know if you, you may have heard of stuff. Sir Isaac Brock. <laughs> so the name itself york united we unite not just among spaces but across time Ooh, like york uniting from the original yes. city of york now toronto to york region a history to be embraced and celebrated even though the two hate each other but sure yeah let's embrace and celebrate that uh lake ontario who hates who hates who, who hates each other in this whole thing Vaughn named themselves after Toronto. They're desperate to be part of Toronto. City above Toronto. Yeah. It, it, like, yeah, 
Toronto hates your like. What what is there to hate? Nothing. Nothing. They're, they're not even. You can't even like them, so let alone hate them. They're yeah, just, it's, it's, a, it's a reaction. Like a big parking lot. Uh, Lake Ontario, because apparently that's what the blue part is at the top of the crest. Uh, linked mm. together by rivers and waterways like blood in its veins, yeah. York sits atop the Great Lake Ontario. Does York really sit atop it? Like, I mean, it's supposed to if you were going to put a hat on top of a hot a top hat, then yes, yeah, it would sit above <laughs> Lake Ontario. Mm-hmm. Um, the shield. I mean, my, my mustache is above my balls. <laughs> <laughs> We don't need to know about your grooming. Come on. Um, do, 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 you, do you have a, a a balls mustache as well, Tony? No, no. I've just I, yeah. I've just shaved my shoes into a mustache. This episode of the Vocal Minority Podcast brought to you by Manscaped. <laughs> We're on all your favorite podcasts now. Manscaped. Uh, the yeah. shoe. Inspired by the Queen's York Rangers, the regiment working in unison to serve, uh, homed in both the city and the region. No, I'm uh, looking. I'm looking at the Queen's Rangers thing, thing logo, whatever it is. It doesn't mention the word York at all. It just says Queen's Rangers first. So that's bullshit. Canadian also, Army Regiment since 1866, the Queen's York Rangers are housed at both Fort York in Toronto and the Aurora Armory in York Region. Yeah, Duncan. The city and mm. region united. Oh. I'm, just, I'm just reading the thing. Um, mm. And then, of course, you know, the 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 crown. Oh, dear gods. Um, I'm not sure what bothers me more, but that, but military or the royal stuff, but, you know. I have to choose something. Um, at the core of Canada, a royal history, harsh, powerful and ubiquitous across our country, the crown is a dominant emblem in football and culture the world over. Mm, it's so sarcastic. Can't help it. It brings out the sarcasm. I just want to kind of go back a bit as well. We may be on different pages, so maybe no, I'm no, going go forward ahead. here. But the sort of crest inspiration, you know, the old city of York, blah, 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 blah. We draw our inspiration from the old city of York crest. I, city of York crest doesn't have a fucking trillium on it. It's got a fucking white rose because, you know, York, New Yorkshire, exactly. that sort of thing. Why the fuck haven't you gone with that? If oh, the, the, the trillium thing is very yeah. ham-fisted and i think i feel i feel like it's kind of like it's it's not but it may, maybe it is you know a little nod at tfc almost now a like, ham fist yeah. that's yeah. that belongs on a badge <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, ham fisters huh oh yeah ham fisters <laughs> isn't didn't didn't forge play them <laughs> i think so that that was uh, last year's uh, mm. concacaf league mm. yeah so yeah, so the, the 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 crest, the badge, it's it's a bit it's a bit overdone. The crown looks very strange um, on it, and yeah, it looks like a highway sign. It very much looks like a highway sign, except for the oh, fallopi- yeah. except for the fallopian tubes. Why you? It, it looks mm-hmm. like um, let's see the. I feel like I see the Valencia badge in there, or if yep. it's Levante, I can't remember which is which. It's a bit of both. Um, um, I kind of see uh, Real Batiste in the. Oh, the stripey sure. part with the font. Uh, the crown is Real Madrid because that sits on top of a circular thing. Also, that circular bit behind the shield is, is that a head that it's? That's Lake Ontario, Mike. 
I don't know what shape Lake Ontario is, but it's definitely not circular. It's splish splash um, shape. I'll, I I I I feel like well, like one of my favorite things about the York Nine branding, like the badge, I, like I always liked the badge. The name was always uh, the name. Was I, thought terrible, the I thought the trillium was brilliant. They should have leaned super fucking heavy into the trillium. Because it's just it's a simple thing you can draw. You anybody can draw that. You you know what I mean? Like it's it's easy to get stuck in your head. And now it's challenge accepted. It's a god it's a god <laughs> Duncan will now spend the rest of the podcast attempting to draw trillions. He's an ace at a white rose. Oh yeah, no, he crushed that. But like that trillium is so fucking tiny, it's like why didn't you put that on top of the crown where the leaf is instead? That mm-hmm. would have you could see that. But are you Canada's team or Ontario's team? They're they're uniting something. Yeah, like they're they're leaning really hard into the whole. Yeah, I, the the royal thing is weird, and then the, you know, oh good, we need another team that has a nod to the to the military. Fun. Um, oh, it's just what every team does now. They all have to have these, like you know infographics with all these things on them no one can just yeah, have a badge anymore that's well i mean i feel like the infographic is to try to give symbolism to things that didn't really mean to have any symbolism exactly. in the first place mm. you know the crown sure maybe why not the rest of it fuck it could have been literally anything yeah um, i mean it's fine it's a lot that's a thing it, it, oh it, yeah it's so many it ideas needs, it needs an editor but mm-hmm. not gonna, at the same time not gonna shit on on the whole thing i i if I was coming into the league and, and both of those existed, York nine and that, and just purely based on aesthetic, I was going to choose a team to support. I'd go for this one. I mean, I'm a little sad that, that we're already at the CanPL 2.0 stage where we're rebranding <laughs> our original crappy names. Yeah. Well, it was so ahead of the curve. I mean, how they were the Tampa Bay. Mut- they were the Tampa Bay mutiny of CPL. So, Right. True, they were. I mean, why, why does the the Y and the U? Why do they have like the little whale tails at the end of it? Because it's sexy. An explanation for that. Well, sexy is the explanation. So, graphic designer Mark, explain. Well, here's 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 an interesting little thing. So, friend of the show, Mr. Richesco, he sent me a little message. Um, and in the message, he's got the York United badge sitting beside the Dundee FC badge mm. and uh, uh, the managing consultant of, of uh, I'm not sure. I guess that, that might be Angus. I'm not sure. I, I didn't really, let's see. Does it anyway? Um, he's a, a Dundee supporter. Angus McRib. I guess so. Yeah. It must, I get, oh, wow. must be Angus. I didn't really see the, <laughs> The the gra- the image he sent me had that cut out, so it was probably Angus. That yeah, makes sense. Um, yeah, he's a Dundee supporter, and <laughs> look at the Dundee badge. Yeah, that I see the bottom of the F have those same little whale tails, I more or less. Talking about, but if that's the case, the, uh, why wouldn't you steal Dundee FC's badge in general? Because it's so classy. Yeah, it's fucking perfect. Yeah, straight out of the eighteen hundreds. Keep yeah. it, use it. Just put YU on that. Go go at it. Or just remove the words York United. Just remove it. Mm. You know, that would have been fine. But anyway, I thought that was a excellent shout because, I mean, I'd seen a couple um, 
I've seen a couple of references. Somebody referenced the uh, Yomiuri Giants of Japanese baseball because yeah. they have the same similar little t- whale tail end of a you know com- uh, a comic bone, if you will, like how it's got those two little knobs at the end of the bone. Mm-hmm. Um, that kind of style. Um, somebody pointed out of uh, the fashion label Zoo York. Funny. Oh, also yeah. Close. yeah. I like that. But I mean, as far as like the design reason of it, literally could be anything. Yeah. I mean, if you're tapping into something that was, you know, a style that would have been arguably popular in the 1800s, I'm not sure how that applies to a new rebranding in 2020 of a team that was exactly two years old. Dude, the Victorian era is so hot right now. Oh, yeah. Yes. And I, I mean, just the, the whale look of it and the colors, it, it seems very Hartford. And then so the other thing that kind of sticks out, I mean, just like the, the U, and then it, the, there's a certain sort of Toronto subway kind of look to just that U with the, like the thing going across it as well. And it's just, it kind of. Well, they have one of those in York. Like, subway now. map in that. Yes, yeah, so I've heard. They, they seem to be all about, uh, hey, on Toronto mm. subway. Hmm? So. It's practically an umbilical cord attaching them to Toronto. Mm-hmm. Pretty much. Fantastic. Anyway, I think I think it's... I think I think you guys are are I, I think you'll see that they do lean more into the Queen's Rangers thing, but that's just me. That um, is just you. I don't see anything like yeah. Q- QPR. Yeah, man, that would have been better. Um, I think my favorite. Yeah. My favorite yeah. One of the things I find most interesting about all of this is in reading a couple interviews or comments from from McNabb is about why they changed the color palette. Um, and it's all about, it's all about merchandising. It's all about merch sales. Mm-hmm. And at least he's, at least like, he's honest about it. So there's that, you know, it's, it's unfortunate that that has to be like, you know, so, you know, we, the neon green, what we had before didn't give much versatility in merchandising and range. No it's, shit. It's, you could put a, a whole bunch of like Andre Agassi tennis shirt. Can exactly. Look like with that. So, I mean, they went with their primary colors of gray and fucking lime green. <laughs> like your, your first mistake, so much versatility in that. The first mistake is saying like gray or black or white is one of your colors. No, no, pick something else. Like York Nine could have been fine if they added yellow to it. Lime green, yellow, lime green and yellow. I oh know. yeah, they could have no, parked like, cars. No, but like <laughs> just trim. Could have been trim. You didn't have to lean into the yellow hard. Just. It's just part of it. Like it could, could be the cuff. It could be the, the collar. It could be like, it doesn't have to, I'm not talking about having a yellow and lime green striped kit. They could have been the third member yeah, of alternate. It would have been all right. But anyway, but like, or, like you, they could have, they could have added another color and it'd just be very, very subtle. But instead they decided to just go that route and here we are. Right. So, I mean, so yeah, like, I, 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 I get it. Like I said, I, I and I appreciate I the, totally understand it. Yeah. And yes, Yes, full marks for just saying, you know, we painted ourselves into a corner. That's that's a good call. And only, you know, the most diehard of fans want anything to do with wearing the actual colors, you know. So, because they, they very much, they, they want there to be, they want people to wear, you know, shirts and hats and whatever else they feel like making. But they need more muted colors that gives you a lot greater range. So, again, props props for the honesty. Yeah. Um I think that I think the name in general. Okay, I mean it's, you know, it, it's it's it it's, it's as generic as you get, but yeah. it gives 
the club uh, more of an opportunity, I think, to grow without restriction in the future. And there is something. I mean, there is a, a funny mental block to someone who doesn't, you know, feel in an area, you know, if it's a domestic league, not so much if you support a team overseas or something like that. But, you know, to say, well, that doesn't, that doesn't really belong to my city, my town. I'm not, you know, I don't have anything to do with that place. So, eh, they don't really, I don't feel much for them. There, you know, there are some people like that. I would be, I would be more interested if they, I mean, I know they're not going to move from York, but I mean, if, you know, if that team was, I think, or if they played down at Varsity or something, I'd be, I'd feel a lot more interested in them than them up there. Although, but they are a four one sixteen. They always have been. True. Except, well, I guess their head. I guess their head office is in the nine hundred five. I don't know. I think so. Yeah. Sure. But yeah, they're they're embracing. Yeah, the, actually, the uh, I I got a call from somebody who's presumably their head office. I don't one of their sort of marketing people, like season ticket selling people, actually called me today. Really? Yes. Go on. Uh, I well, I guess you know they have my number from the time I went to a game once, and uh, yeah, the coach. Did you see our rebrand? And, uh, yeah, but what do you think? Did you say? Did you did tell them fuck you in your forge? Did you yeah. tell them that? Did you tell them that part? <laughs> I didn't specifically mention that. No, no. I, I said you know I could be interested in going to a few games, if going to games is a thing that you can do next year. I don't know, um, but yeah, they they were trying to sell me tickets. Like, well, no, I'm not going to commit to anything now. When you know, get to preseason, when you've got a schedule and there's actual rules for what people can or can't do, then maybe I'll buy tickets. But I like the idea. It's like, yeah, yeah, I'm very interested. Take my money. Congratulations, Doug. A season full of Tuesday nights. <laughs> Go nuts. Six o'clock kickoffs. Good luck. <laughs> Tradition. <laughs> Yes. I think they should just go whole hog. They've gone green now. That stadium down on uh, Brock, just south of Bluer, is green. Just go buy that and, you know, redevelop there you go, perfect. that. Perfect. Move them just, in. And... Just embrace your Toronto-ness. You know you want to. Mm. I mean, are they going to go away from the Toronto-ness when they, when they go and move into that uh, sort of eco-stadium? That's oh, yeah, that's totally happening. Gonna happen? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. That's, is that's the eco-stadium totally happen. actually happening? Yeah. Although one thing, and I haven't seen an interview, but I did see it in, I meant to hunt it down before we recorded uh, a twitter exchange a, a supporter was having with McNabb, and he's, he's he's been pretty good about interacting uh online which is nice um asking about the number nine because remember that was one of the eye-rolling sort of cringy things that they did in that no player would wear number nine because the number nine was for everybody um uh-huh. nine's coming back good so you will see potentially anyway a player in the 2021 season for York United actually wearing the number nine. They are yeah. going to un unblockade uh, it or whatever it is. Who taking it back from the but nobody can wear the name United on the back of their shirt. And, and, um, <laughs> every That's what it is or, and they'll never sign a guy named Roger Stripes. Yeah, <laughs> Trevor United. I'm sorry, we have to let you go. <laughs> Who is going to be the, the the brave hero that is going to you know, take on that number and risk the wrath of the fans that are so attached to? So attached to having it like that. Yeah. Oh, I, know. I hope they it's a... <laughs> Um So yeah, so I thought, and I thought that was, I thought that was a very wise move. Um, I was sort of, I was 
you know, I was glad that somebody brought it up to his attention. Um, and they haven't, again, haven't made like a big announcement about it, but he, he said, yeah, no, we're going to, we'll shift it's, this around kind of thing. So that is the kind of thing you don't make an announcement of. You just do. Yeah. It. Just, just, you just do it. <laughs> yeah. Just see if anyone's going to bring it up. Yeah. They probably won't. Because yeah, the one person goes, Hey, wait a minute. You just call him a nerd and move on. Exactly. <laughs> um, all right, Mark, do you want to talk about the kit? Yep, I'm not even gonna do the uh, the music, so it's fine. We're just gonna go cold. Do 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 This is Kitten Stadium Podcast with your host, Mark So we did. Thank you. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this completely batshit insane version of the Kitten Stadium Podcast. I'm joined by Kristen, Duncan, Meow. And the other Duncan, Tony. No. Crew cats on the roids, I hear. So what we haven't seen all too much uh, as far as like deep details, we have seen what is a clearly a render of the New York United, uh, as I understand, the Away Kit. Um, uh, or at least they'll have a, they'll still have a white strip, but that's not strip, yes. that's uh, that's neither here nor there. The kit that they've released, uh, which uh, Macron looks like it's a bit of a template, but it's got the navy blue and green stripes uh, with uh, uh, navy blue uh, collar. Uh, uh, the cups have got a it looks like a, a blue trim around the top part of it, but gold and green trim along the bottom part. The Macron symbol and the sponsor are in the old gold that is featured in the badge. And um, I kind of like it. I kind of like it. I kind of like the nice. whole package. I, I, I seeing the uh, seeing the badge on this kit gives me like J League, K League vibes. And I'm really here for it. Uh, I, I'm not. It's just weirdly bonkers as a complete package. And I'm like, ah, I really, 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 really like it. So, uh, Kristen thoughts. Um, I like, I, I like the, I like the front of it. I, I, I am also laughing heartily at all the Otleti fans who are like, Oh, it's just the, it's just the Otleti kit done different colors. Other yeah. teams have striped kits too. It's allowed, you know, so you don't yeah. have the, the, you know, the, the short turn around, you get a template. Everyone knows uh, this. You got it one. Does does Atleti also have nine stripes to its thing? I think so. But the back, can we talk about the tramp stamp on the back, which just makes (laughs) you laugh? That's an offensive term. The nine stripes. Like it literally says the nine stripes. We just went for words. (laughs) We just went for words. And I just, I don't know. It just, it's so. Oh, oh, there's a little trillium. And there's a little trillium at the bottom. Hey, hey. Yeah, that's, that's where I want it. (laughs) <laughs> don't pick that um it's it's just it just makes me laugh i i i can't i'm not angry at it i just i just find it very amusing true um Duncan. yeah I, I just now clicked on the thing to be able to see the back um again it's another one of those things i, I get it this is probably some kind of mandate it has to be that way but wear stripes the entire way around you cowards that's um, probably a FIFA thing. Sure. Because they've been yeah. trying to get away from the stripes forever. I, like, I'm with you. I 
like why not or at least yeah. even if you even if they just say went like the stripes went from the bottom maybe a third of the way up so there's a space for the numbers i've seen that on yeah on that's even that's I, even I'll, I'll, so I, yeah but I'll, I'll take to, it to one I'll, thing here they, yeah i'll take it because at least it looks like it's a kit that's bespoke all the way around except other than just bespoke only in the front hmm I don't know. Um, yeah, the the nine stripes is dumb. As is the whole "we are many, we are one" thing on the, the on the collar. Fuck off with that. Mm-hmm. Um, that was obviously a league thing. Uh, but yeah, I like it, and, and you know the the colors are good. It, it's very legionited. Uh, especially yes. go, go back to the sort of mid nineties for the the current modern day leads. The colors aren't quite right. Um, the shades the hotel go back a bit. And, yeah, and. Uh, yeah, I like the the weird pattern that's within it as well. It's oh, that's a nice touch. Um, yeah, take take the sponsor off it, and uh, I would wear it. <laughs> yeah, that's. Uh, I'll make sure that gets on your epitaph, Tony. <laughs> Overall, yeah, my grave better not be fucking sponsored. You both. No, no, it will be. No, yeah, definitely. But it will have a tramp stamp on the back of the of the headstone. Never like that. Yeah. Could be sponsored. He'll say, by "We are many. We are some." <laughs> Duncan's great. Brought to you by we the have many, one less now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Overall, I I will give it a thumbs up. I like it. Um, the only thing I'm thinking is, you know, you had they had carte blanche really because rebrand. Nine stripes could have gone sideways too. Think of think of that kit as hoops. Then there would be hoops. Hoops and stripes are different, Tony. Exactly. Yeah. That's true. Are they though? On a badge, yes. A, a stripe could go sideways. Well, I mean, hopefully they don't take the nine stripes so stupidly literal as some teams in Atlanta do. But um, yeah. I don't know. Have you seen the back of the kit, Mark? I feel like I like I kind of feel like yeah. All right, stick with the nine stripes. Is kind of it's like as long as you got nine somewhere, I guess it's still dumb. I don't give a shit. I, I still uh, think I still think by by going so hard on Toronto that they have to cruelly inform one of the former nine stripes that they've been dismissed that mm. toronto is now one of the stripes we all we all know who deserves to lose their stripe but i won't say it again. east willenberry no it's not <laughs> excuse uh, me it's not <laughs> we, we know it, it's markham we know it's markham um and they know what they did um but no overall overall i like it i like the gold i like the i think the gold's a nice Victory uh, gold. Sure. Who cares um, what color that is? Like if I, like, I mean, if I had a if I had a box of pencil crayons, I'm not looking for the victory gold car pencil crayon because that's um, not a real thing. Hmm. <laughs> Sorry. Go ahead. Anyway, I like again. Yes, a different sponsor would be nice, but one that didn't make the shirt. I can dream of the day when the league has you know enough sponsors for every team, and I say that <laughs> as somebody who doesn't like sponsors, but. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't that be nice? No. <laughs> no Shut up! You're, you're gonna you're gonna have ten on your coffin, so don't worry about it. <laughs> Front and, and back, just like a and, and, a, and a jock tag. <laughs> nice, <laughs> nice. Uh, yeah. So, so uh, I mean, okay. So Duncan said that he would get sponsored outstanding. Uh, Tony Kristen. Yeah, like sure. Yeah, I like it. I, I'm actually really. I, I'd like to see if, if uh, the white one is going to be a kind of a version of this. That would be interesting too. 
Oh, that'd be awesome. Yeah. That'd be interesting. Yeah, I, uh, you know, as a, as a, as a kit, it's, it's, it's very nice. Um, am I going to get one? Probably not. Because um, you're Valor till you die. Because uh, I'm Pacific till I die. Forge. You guys say Forge so weird. It's so weird to hear it. <laughs> accent fucking gets me every time i know sorry I'll, I'll work on that um no but it's 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 very well done if this is this is this is it's a it's a nice looking kit absolutely excellent well thank you very much this has been the uh kitten studio podcast uh back to you kristen do, 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 do. so yeah it's um so they're done they're rebranded they're i haven't seen most of the most of the response has been quite positive and and yeah it's a little weird maybe that a league this young and a team that young is already pivoted to a rebrand but in my way of thinking it's kind of better to recognize your mistake early and just get past it yeah and you know again you've got a new owner you've got a new guy in charge who's really working to make some significant changes within the organization recognizing that branding was a huge part of the problem um and there wasn't you know, the, the, the York nine wasn't resonating the way they had originally envisioned. Um, I will say that the, the, um, the crest and everything was designed in house by uh, a guy that's been with the club since the beginning. So that's kind of cool. Um, that, that it was, you know, done by someone who's involved in the organization and has been. So, um, yeah, the, the whole embracing of the Toronto thing, I think is delightful. Um, and all in all, honestly, good for them. Be curious to see what the organization does going forward. I think the stadium thing is something they'll need to address eventually, pro- preferably sooner rather than later, but they've got to get varsity has blue seats. <laughs> try to get it. <laughs> kind of, you just want to walk to matches. Stop it. Yeah, um, I do. Yeah, I would too. Like not to say that if there was a Burlington team, I would go to the you know all the time the Burlington games, but I'd probably get season tickets for it as well. Come on, it sounds like Darlington. Yes. All right, so you guys start the petition for uh, York United to varsity. There you go. Um, yeah, York. It, it's it used to be called York. <laughs> it's near yeah. Yorkville. There you go. Yes. Uh-huh. Oh, it's going to be the hipster team. Uh-huh. I think. Ugh. <laughs> Ugh. Oh, come Next on. Next time we see Tony, he's going to be like head. Come to on. Toe. There's nothing wrong with varsity. He's got a brick wall around the stadium. That's class. I love, I love varsity. Varsity's awesome. Um, so, yeah, I think all in all, like I said, for me, it, it's it's a well done thing. Um, name's a little bland, but really, what else were they going to go with? This was kind of, I think, expected um, and goes with what they are, you know, with their York whole city. Yorktown. Yorktown. How about York? Oh, wait, that's already a thing. <laughs> How about the Yorkies? Oh. Yeah. But I because we're like trying one. to pretend that they represent York Region, you know, the whole York United thing, plus sucking in the Toronto York, aspect. L- listen, York is a state of mind. It's not even, it's not a place. Why not York and Toronto United? Oh, that's classy. Like right in Hove Albion. <laughs> Yes, Toronto, <laughs> York United, whichever way you want to do it. Yeah, no, keep with the Albion too. That makes that's, no that's, sense, that's, but who that's cares? The, that's the next rebrand in four years. Yeah, Just in your back pocket, Duncan. That would York be and, so fucking hilarious. York and Toronto Albino. 
<laughs> all white everything. <laughs> at, least right, I didn't, well. at least I didn't go with the second choice badge design, which I'm glad. Which was the, uh, they were going to take uh, Columbus Crew's old one, but just put three Brennan brothers in it. <laughs> oh dear lord. I just assumed uh, there's a third one anyway. Probably. probably. Well, welcome to the welcome to the welcome to the league. New 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 team. New, new York. Team. New York, yes, exactly. It's up, yeah. it's up to you, yeah. New York. Why you? Why you? That's what the Forge fans can say when they win the whatever yeah, derby it, that's it's called. Gonna make it- it was a lot of very sort of lazy banter. I said, oh, why are you so mad? Oh, yeah. why are you so sad? And blah, 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 blah. And everything's, anything happens. And if you know, York fans get in any way riled up about anything. Yeah, and then Forge then fans will just respond in German. Nine. Oh. Hey. Oh, dear. All These right. Are all I know. Let's, let's, let's move on. Um, so uh, next up on the agenda, not really happy thing or whatever. Um, so something that we talked about uh, a few times over this past year um, has been the situation out, out west in BC soccer, Whitecaps land with former coach Bob Berarda and allegations made against him, um, most notably from Kiara McCormick, who sort of got this brought back into uh, the spotlight last, last year with a blog post uh, that she, that she wrote about abuse she suffered, um, you know, that she alleged she suffered from uh, Berarda's hands and um, other players came forward. There was, you know, a, a, you know, not nearly enough media attention to it and there still isn't, but uh, he has been charged with uh, multiple offenses. Um, finally, it's only taken, you know, 20 years um, longer, but mm-hmm. uh so progress, slow, slow, slow progress. Um, so he's facing charges of sex exploitation, assault, and child luring, which is, eh, yeah, that's fun. Um, it's, it's something to be celebrated uh, is maybe the wrong word, except for I feel a little bit celebratory. Um, and just something to really keep an eye on if you are... Uh, not just a fan of soccer, but if, you know, safe sport, um, keeping clubs and uh, media accountable for things like this. Because that's one of the things that we talked about a lot was the really bland, uh, lame duck responses from uh, from the Whitecaps, from uh, BC Soccer, from the CSA in terms of all of this, um, both in the past and in the present in terms of how they were responding to this um there's if you follow Kiara mccormick um you'll see she's posted some threads even today about uh interviews done that she did uh with someone in uh bc media versus an interview they did right after her uh with someone from the whitecaps organization and how the the tone was completely different and how they addressed all of this um with both her and with the Whitecaps organization. And again, you know, you get the, the, the media bias, the media not willing to really, the mainstream media not willing to take on, um, ask any difficult questions. So 
Um, those are things that are really important to keep an eye on and to sort of pay attention to, I think, going forward. But, um, you know, having, I, you know, talked to Kiara a little bit the other day when the news came down and, you know, she was just very emotional, but, you know, happy that something, something is happening. Something is moving forward with this so that, um, you know, people can try to, can try to move forward from this and that maybe having him be charged and having this go to court um, will actually change some things within the system out there that have obviously been very broken for quite a long time. I hope so. Like, I, my exasperation is just based on how long it's taken to get to this point. But I really, truly, truly hope so. It's it's unfortunate that she, that anybody's got to go through that. It's it's unfortunate that she had to go through that, and it's unfortunate that it. I kind of feel like it had to. It had to come to bringing it to light in the public's eye before it seemed like there was any meaningful movement. This was years in the making. His first charge was is from when, like, like a decade ago. More than a decade, like like twenty years, like, in, it tw- like- okay, tw- yeah, twenty years, twenty years. I'm not saying like you know somebody should have spoke up back then. That, that's not what this is. That's not what it is. It's but right. I mean, if it's taken this long at least get him charged like how like i could I, I i genuinely believe like that somebody came forward many times in the past and for whatever reason or obvious reasons shut down silenced well but, yeah. I, I, i'm i'm just it sucks i'm happy that there 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 should there will be some closure but Jesus, 20 years, man. If, if Kiara hadn't written what she wrote last year, I don't think this would be happening. Exactly. She worked very hard mm-hmm. to sweep this under the rug for a very long time and pay and dismiss both what she brought her allegations from the past and other players' allegations from the past. Like they were, they were summarily dismissed. They were ignored and told that, oh, it's, it's dealt with, but he still kept coaching and, you know, Things were brought to the, you know, brought to the organizations and nothing was done. Um, Nothing was done by the police. Like there's just nothing's been done. And, you know, I can't I can't laud her enough for for stepping for, you know, for stepping forward and laying out everything. Absolutely. um, And putting this in the spotlight. And, and, you know, she, you know, gave, you know, other players came forward because of her. her her decision her courage to speak out so thank you Kiara yes mm-hmm. yeah I mean Vancouver the Whitecaps or the CSA were obviously not going to do anything at all with this Ooh. even after it did get brought out is that yeah we don't want to touch this or address this at all can it can this not just go away um so yeah it's very good news that it didn't yeah the the only thing you would hope kind of maybe to happen when this is sees its like conclusion is that some of the this didn't happen in a vacuum there were a lot of people who knew about it excused it allowed it to continue that those people get you know a reckoning as well or that the system that allowed it to be dismissed and you know packed away the people have to having to suffer for two decades you know that the people who allowed that to happen are uh, part of the you know, solution as well that that they're 
that them allowing to happen is not allowed to go on because it won't, you know, it won't be the last time something like this happens, unfortunately. So that's part yeah. of the changing of the culture is that, you know, allowing it to happen. And it's not, sometimes that takes, you know, bravery because it's that, you know, the person committing the crime could be who's your boss or, you know, someone you thought you looked up to something like that, you know, or a friend, et cetera. So that has to be part of it as well. No, definitely. And I think that's, that was a lot to do with like the, the player protests, uh, the player, the, well, the fan protests at Whitecaps matches last year um, and that the organization wasn't, wasn't owning up to their complicity in uh-huh. what had happened. And, um, and yeah, that's something definitely, this is, this is ongoing. Him being, him being arrested and charged is just, it's just the first step. And mm-hmm. Is that it's up to a lot of people to to keep the pressure on for for there to be change. We lost her. <laughs> All right. All right. So, next. Um, uh, next. Uh, so um, uh, fresh off of uh, of uh, I, you know, I don't know what he was doing beforehand. Young Nana Atacora. He's uh, he's retired. I can't wait for. Uh, he was, uh, yeah, I thought we him. Didn't I mention Captain him a couple of weeks ago? Drinks. Yeah, but um, I thought he already was retired. He was already like a assistant coach there when I mentioned that a couple of weeks ago. I don't know. If, I don't know if it's if he was, was he like a player coach or something, and and there was he was still like taking a slot on the roster. Yeah, um, I, I do see when I, I kind of click on the link that's uh, within the, the the rundown Christine sent out. It links to a YouTube video from November seventeenth. Mm. So uh, yeah, I mean he, <laughs> he played for he played for the Roots uh, as. You know, recently as this season. All right. I guess yeah. he was. I guess he was a, a player coach then. Yeah. Anyway, we we haven't addressed this before, so uh, yeah. You know, he's retired. You good. Good for him. He's still as assistant coach. He's still going on in the game and doing whatever. So yeah. Always, Absolutely. always was on the verge of better things, and that just never quite happened. Yeah. I I, I feel mm-hmm. like I feel like he. I mean, I'm I'm. I'm biased because I, I want to see local kid done good, mm. but I feel like he never, he never really got the shake that say, shall we say uh, an American player might've gotten, especially when he was, you know, down in San Jose for a couple stints and mm-hmm. DC for a cup of coffee. But like he, he, you know, he was a regular, he was a regular in uh NASL slash USL, whatever the next division was called at that time. Um, he had plenty of opportunities there. Um, succeeded. He uh, he won. He definitely won a championship with. Uh, uh, or, yeah, he won a championship with the Deltas. Um, uh, so I, I don't know. I, I kind of felt like he he was he was fairly reliable in his position. So I'm I, I I'm glad he had a, he had a career. You know, like I'm yeah. glad he kept going, kept taking a swing at it. But uh, uh, 31 retired at 31 to uh, take over as assistant manager at Oakland Roots. I just never forget, like in those bleak, bleak early TFC years, there was that just that point where he seemed like he was going to develop into this like rock solid, yeah, CB who was just going to be like you TFC mean, for life, kind 20, of like twenty ten when when Preston yeah, was coaching, and then it just mm-hmm. fizzled for a number of reasons. Was that, was that was that was that it, Duncan? Probably, yeah, yeah. So Adrian Can, Nana Cora. As the the heart of the the defense in the Preki years was actually quite good, mm-hmm. and it all fell apart. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's uh, 
It's unfortunate, but uh, you know what? Um, I'm I'm happy he's still in the game. I'm sure he's got a lot of uh, uh, plenty of experience. He's you know he, he's he certainly played for played for enough clubs under under various regimes. You know he he was in Ottawa at Ottawa Fury for a couple seasons. He played for uh, everybody's favorite New Zealand team that doesn't play New Zealand, Haka. Hmm? Huh. Played eight games uh, for Haka. Nice. Hey, he so, didn't take the easy way out and buy a restaurant in Cyprus. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking played out, isn't that? Huh? Isn't it? Yeah. This just in, Kristen, was I gone again for fuck's sakes? Um, yeah. Yeah. Fuck. And uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm just, I just want to know how long she managed to keep talking before realizing. That oh, we'll find out because, because apparently last hey. time it, it recorded and talk. Mark will, uh, Mark will make it an outtake again. So it'll be delightful. Yeah. yeah. We're on TFC uh, talk, by the way, Kristen. Shut so. it. <laughs> um, yeah. So uh, thanks those... Mark again for taking no over problem. for me. Appreciate it. Hey, hey, if I can, if, if the, if, if I do improv slightly above poorly, then this is what I do. Fuck's sakes. Um, yeah. So for those of you who somehow didn't get to the end of the last episode, Jeez. uh, Kristen's mic cut out and, uh, but we discovered afterwards while I was editing that it was recording locally. So we had, she went on for almost two minutes before she realized she wasn't even connected. Oh, so like a regular show. Yeah. Kind of. Hey. Sorry. It's great. But the best part about this one is, is that you ended on a sentence and, oh, and then, then dropped stopped. Out. Oh, for it was like, we're like you, you could cut the tension with a knife, I suspect, <laughs> or at least some kind of sharp object. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're like, oh, she's gone. <laughs> so I just Thank launched you. it into the next thing. No, so. no, you, I, 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 from what I heard as I came back, you, you were doing brilliantly. So, so thank you very much. Now no we're problem. on to Nick, Nick Bontis, anti-union stooge. Yeah, Go. yeah, that'll be that'll be great. So Nick Bontis, the new head of the CSA, um, which we you know we haven't really talked about it much because it's just kind of well, it's the head of the CSA. Um, it sort of turns out that he's in he's 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 not big on unions because uh, last year and this year he has appeared as a speaker um, for the union busting organization Labor Watch, which. Yeah likes to purport itself as, oh, all about the worker. No, right on their website is how to break a union, how to, how to, you know, stop a union drive. Like it's, it's what they do. And they are, I guess, recently probably best known um, as one, as sort of one of the driving forces behind, uh, what was it? Was it uh, A&W? Uh, one of the fast food chains last year that was trying to unionize and they were, they were behind breaking that up or trying very hard to break that up. Um, so this group's been around for a while, uh, but it is distressing, I would say, that the head of the CSA is, you know, he was not just, you know, he didn't just attend their recent conference. He was a keynote speaker. Um, and I, and I, I get... Has, has that been, I mean, I saw the tweet that was out there and it kind of, I mean, to me, that looks like they just they were putting next in the box of the person above him and just went a little bit further. So has that been confirmed aside from that tweet that it did happen? Uh, for the recent one, I haven't seen confirmation for the recent one, but the one from last year, it's on his it's on his CV. <laughs> OK, so he's all proud of that. Yes. Okay. So it, it, like, and he's a guy that like in his whatever the rest of his life, like he he's he gets hired for conferences and things. But 
you can pick and choose who you say yes to. And when we've got a situation where we're still waiting for the the National Soccer League, the, you know, the CPL, uh, to recognize the players' union, which they are fighting very hard against, to know that you've got the people running the league and the people running Canada soccer kind of in lockstep on this, potentially, is worrisome, mm. to say the least. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Agreed. I mean, I... I can't imagine this is there's no oops about this. I imagine a good chunk of his hiring had to do with his behind the scenes participation. Even if he, even if he wasn't say actively like anti-union stuff, the fact that he got called to to be a keynote speaker at an anti-union event like it's at the very least adjacent. So mm-hmm. hiring him is you know, I'm sure like I imagine a body like the Canadian Soccer Association, as fundamentally dysfunctional as they can be, um, we're able to read some resumes. We're able to do a Google search. We're able to go and hop on LinkedIn for 45 seconds to find out all of this information. And I I don't think it's – I now don't think it's an accident. I, I don't even think you – it wasn't even the case that he was the best soccer guy. He was just the best guy to, you know, help with the uh, – the the uh, meet the meet the ends of making sure players unions don't happen because that would be extra costs and money out of the CSA because that would invariably go to players and and costs involving players flying them around treating them better paying them on time making sure they're staffed and equipped so um, yeah it's now kind of like oh I see now like that's really what the thing I I get from this whole revelation which i know wasn't much of a secret we just wasn't in front of our faces when it when it all happened so yeah um, which make which makes you now question who the masters of the csa are is it's not obviously maybe not the you know people trying to drive the game forward it's the people driving the money that's behind the csa forward it's the sponsors it's the it's the organizations it's the owners of clubs it's you know it's the it's the academies that are are for pay yeah like it's yeah, so like bang, I, I bang up job CSA another another grand hire in the yeah, like, I don't, history. Like I'm I I'm not I'm not in any way like can, uh, can I don't think I can be convinced other, in any other possible way. The number of times like like I just think of the number of players who who get lost in the system because they don't have a parent that can afford to pay four thousand dollars or two thousand dollars for their kid to play rep soccer. Mm-hmm. At the age of fifteen, and like that's talent lost. The only reason why this player no longer plays in this game is because somebody said you can't afford it, not because they weren't good enough. And to me, that's a problem. But that's also the way our entire structure is built. And this guy sounds like the cheerleader for that approach, because if he's not pro player at a professional level, uh, level he's not going to be pro player at an amateur level, and he's definitely not going to be pro player at a uh, financially disadvantaged level. So, yeah, I'd be very curious to see if anyone from the CSA, Bontis, or anyone from there addresses this because it hasn't, you still haven't seen a lot of people talking about it um, out there, other than, you know, on Twitter and, and, and us on here and, and maybe a few other small conversations. Um, you know, it was, uh, 
Edward uh, Hunsing Wong who uh, who found this, um, and he's you know he's whatever friend of the pod and very active um, in soccer circles, but also in uh, in in labor circles. This is you know what he what he works on. Um, so I'm not surprised that he's the one that 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 found it because this is this is something that he's passionate about. But yeah, it's it's uh I don't know it's worrisome. Mm-hmm. Very concerning. Well, it's worrisome if you know if like Mark mentioned that you know most likely that it was a big part of his hire. That, that yeah, if that's the, the the worrisome part is that that is the CSA's. Um, you know, the direction that that that's what they were. That's where their emphasis is right now. Not making the sport better in the the country. The fact that it's a been a dysfunctional sports organization for fucking decades. Like that, if their main idea is to you know tighten around labor and like make sure that profiteering is the number one thing. I know they're a business, but I'm not being Pollyanna, but like this organization has the deepest of problems as far as being competitive goes. And that's been a tremendously long-term problem. So if this is where their eyes are at, instead of creating a successful program outside of, I mean, the women's program has obviously had success, but like as a successful organization, top to bottom, like, it's tremendously distressing if, if that's, you know, what they're thinking about more than what's going on on the pitch and let alone the grassroots and the important things like Mark mentioned about, you know, the pay for play and all that stuff. It's crap. All right. Boy, we are just full of cheer on this show today. Yeah. Um, it's the holiday show. It is, yeah, yeah. Well, next week, oh boy, when we we look at stare at the end of the year and full in the face, yeah. Um, well, let's let's end CanCon um, on a on a brighter note, which is uh, speaking of Canadian soccer, the Canadian soccer moment of the year, which is and not a surprise, Christine Sinclair's record breaking one hundred eighty fifth goal. Um, which was yes scored way back in the before times um, and uh sorry 186th goal um well she scored 186 now 185 was breaking it so um you know it's it's a, still you know it's a tremendous achievement to have scored uh that many goals at the international level and you know she's a wonderful athlete and we are very lucky to have her uh representing us uh, at the at the at the international level, and uh, yeah, so when it was, uh, it's it's great. So that's a lovely way to sort of you know it's a well deserved honor, um, and I think it's it's an iconic one that will you know it'll be very very difficult to see that broken. Um, so yeah, congratulations, Christine. Thanks, Cincy. Yeah. Well, what we'll finished second? Options. Hmm? We'll finish second. Uh, Canadian uh, soccer moment of the year. What finished second? I don't know. They didn't say. Probably not York United. I have to assume that that's not <laughs> the death of Yorkie. I would, I would, I would put um, um, Jordan and Fonzie being super cute. I, I would put that as two. But yeah. Oh yeah, and fuck you, racists for yeah, fuck you, racists. Like eat dicks. Seriously, eat all of them. 
Don't even Seriously, choose. Just, just shit. fuck off. Yeah, if you have a problem with that, you look in the mirror. And then notice how hideously ugly and chuddly you are. That's a piece of shit. But no, they're super cute. That would be number two, because it's really like a Voltron of two things of awesome coming together. But And they uh, have an adorable YouTube channel together. Yeah, yeah, it's super cute. It's it's like I could feel I could feel cavities coming on when I see the two on screen. <laughs> I know. <laughs> you guys are you guys are way too adorable. Way too <laughs> they really are. And really freaking talented. And again, talk about players we're lucky to have represent us uh, on the world stage. Uh, Their the kids will be so good at football. It's ridiculous. We'll just build them. We'll build a dynasty on that. Oh, that's and that, that is really the the best and almost traditional way you start a dynasty is through family. So yeah, that's great. Yeah. I, I, but anyway, yes. Congratulations to, uh, to uh, Cincy. Uh, yes. No break. All right, it is time for MLS. I know, you're all waiting for it. And the MLS Cup Final post-match. The crew is saved. And now let's never speak of them ever again after this segment. Um, (laughs) So with Columbus missing two of their best players due to positive COVID tests, many had already given the sounding enthusiasts the title. Because how could Columbus possibly compensate for being without uh, Santos and Nagby. But Seattle's inability to actually play well in finals because <laughs> they're, they're honestly, they're generally pretty shit in the finals. They, 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 they just are. Yes, they have two wins over the last five years, but we all know how the first one turned out and the last one, they actually played a really good half of football. Um, but they were not good on this night and the crew won handily uh, on a brace from uh, Zellerayan and then the other goal from Etienne. And it was, it really was no contest for much of the game. Like it wasn't like Seattle were complete shit throughout, but they weren't good. They weren't good. American Messi was American nowhere to be found. Uh, That made me happy. uh, Oh, it was so good. It was just, it was so good. I love the whole, like everything about it. Like this is, this is unfortunately going to be the, either the greatest soccer movie ever made when it gets <laughs> made, but also too, for those of us who've been paying attention, it'll be like, oh fuck, they did fucking make this movie, didn't they? Because we're like the whole, like we saw the, like the whole thing is like, you know, if you don't beat him in the race down the hill, they're going to close the community center. It's the, this is exactly what this fucking movie is. It's, but it's crew. It's the Columbus crew. And, and yeah, happy ending. Fantastic ending. I mean, they, I mean, the, Seattle went out of their way to give Columbus two of their best, best players COVID for fuck's sakes. Like how underhanded <laughs> is this shit? And they still prevailed at the end. Like soccer's uh, revenge of the nerds. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. We, Wait a minute, wait a minute. It would be better if they had um uh if they had Montreal's keeper, because then they, you could use the line we found Bush. 
But um, anyway, yeah, I, I was like, I'm I'm super happy for Columbus, Columbus Crews, their supporters. Very happy. Um, starting next year, I feel like that happiness and the continued happiness I've had for them since pre-court was trying to fuck everything um, is going to diminish back to gray mouse levels of like eh, Columbus. Well, cause but, now, cause next year they get their next year, they get their, their new stadium. So it'll be an extra layer of annoying. So all the more reason to just dislike them. Right. True. True. I mean, they, they've got the private boxes. Uh, I think I saw a render where aren't the private boxes like near the ground. So they've got the San Jose oh. level of kissing the ass of the, re- uh, the wealthy. Oh, uh, let's see. So, something like that. I thought I, I thought Wait I saw there's, that. There's wealthy people in Columbus. <laughs> yeah. Dude. Where do you think White Castle comes from, son? <laughs> it's the family like of I, actual Columbus. True. <laughs> true. But uh, yeah, um, great. Uh, good game. Great result. Um, I, I couldn't help but think that. Uh, at some point in time, that uh, Seattle were going to pull a pull a Seattle, and that was come back, and thankfully they didn't. Um, I also would like to give a special, deep appreciation, thank you, to one Kristen Knowles and to one James Grossi for shutting their face holes because the game I was watching was on a forty five second delay because I wanted to move to the computer. And they did this um, incredible job of not really. They kind of gave away that something was happening, but they didn't give away what exactly had happened. And uh, thank you for making that game experience. It was really hard. Also, Tony, fuck. Like, you could have tried a little. But anyway, you joined for the second half. So, uh, yeah, I, it was great. I didn't even squeak. No, I don't think you did. But I think I said hootie who once. You did say hootie who once, which is the weirdest reaction ever. Yeah. I I travel back in time Duncan. 45 seconds for you, Mag. Yes, also special thanks to Duncan <laughs> for actually pausing his game so that it was on a similar delay. So I don't I have that technology. I couldn't. It's fine. We under I understood that. Not everybody's got a PVR. But Duncan did do that. So thank you, Duncan. Thank you to, to Roz as well, because she sat beside you on a 45-second delay. Not that she was 45 seconds delayed sitting beside you, but you all, both experienced the delay mm-hmm. so that so that we were on, on, on the same time. So thank so you. So wait, I'm the only villain in this? Yep. Yeah. You're you're the the that's what I covered. That's, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, that's what I took from this. Yeah. yeah so thank you. So, so recap. Thank you, Kristen. Thank you, uh, James, for... for for poker facing when stuff happened. Thank you, Duncan and Roz for delaying your time. And Tony was there. So there, that's that summary. He hooty hoot. Yeah. Uh, uh, Columbus, Columbus gave no fucks uh, right er, like early in the match. They were going at them. You, if somebody told you there was a team that was losing, that was missing their two best players. You had to assume that was Seattle because Columbus were relentless. Like they earned, they completely deserved those first two goals. Um, they were just going at him. Seattle kind of were looking at each other like, what the fuck is happening? And it was beautiful because I kind of wanted that to happen for a couple cup games I went to. Or, yeah. I mean, one was good, but the other one I watched. Hey, you know what I'm talking about. We all know what we're talking about. So, um, yeah. I also, um, I would also like to give an incredible thank you. 
which I Ooh. hope is now a new it's tradition. Be for me. No. Uh, for <laughs> the owner of the Columbus crew who did not take the trophy to hand to the player. Yes. She just gestured to the captain and said, no, please take it. So I hope that is the new thing going forward where the players get the damn cup because the owners didn't do anything to really, truly win that cup. I mean, they paid, they paid. Yeah. But also so did how many owners we got? 46, 46 other owners. Hmm. Um, they, that doesn't give them the right to touch the cup. So. Touch it afterwards. You know, if the captain, after they pass it around was to hand it to the owner, I'm also okay with that, but the, shouldn't be the first person that touches the damn thing. Larry. I didn't watch 90 minutes of the Haslam's kicking a ball. <laughs> that might be entertaining, though. No, well, it would be entertaining and not the way you want it to be. Yeah. <laughs> like, wow, you guys can barely walk. It will get old quickly, to be fair. But that's something they should do. Let's have fucking Larry fucking Tannenbaum out there taking on... Whoever. Zero. Oh, <laughs> He'll be there anyway. So. <laughs> I wonder who the best owner player is. Hmm. Oh. Mm. Rob Friend. Wrong league. I know. Let's see what you're doing. Um I don't know about owner oh, player. My, my only take my only takeaway from the match, I mean I'm content, as we said at the top of the show. I'm not gaga because I couldn't give a toss about either of these teams, although I much prefer Columbus winning than Seattle because Seattle. But my t- main takeaway, as I mentioned when we were watching the game, is why does Stefan Fry look like a goalkeeper from the future from a movie from the 90s? <laughs> running Man. He would totally be one of the villains in running in the running man. I I was I was like I understand where you're going, but I also feel like he would probably look dead, look dead into the camera and go rad, and then just fuck off. Yeah. Oh, his name would be Saves with a Z. Oh yeah. Yes. And he's got yeah. laser gloves. Whatever the fuck yeah. that's supposed to mean. Yeah. Saves to the studio. Saves to the studio. <laughs> it's such a healthy head affair. Oh, is this where the, is this where the Houston Dynamo shows up? <laughs> <laughs> Because uh, nobody loves them. <laughs> Fuck that. <laughs> Even in Houston, they're like, eh. All right. So yes, it was it was it was a it was an enjoyable game as a as a TFC fan. Unless you're a TFC fan that hates Columbus, but surely you hate Seattle more. Um, which I get. I get the not liking Columbus as a TFC fan, but come on, lesser of two evils here, people. Um, mm-hmm. And yes, very good time. Uh, both viewing party with the VMP team and uh, those of you who participated in Cards Against MLS. That was great. Always good to see uh, see familiar faces and then a few other people who, who are like, oh, what's this? Getting in on it. So that's always great fun. Yeah. And uh, we enjoy our annual tradition of uh, poking fun at everyone and everything MLS related during the Cup. Generations left it to us to resonate, resonate in hip hop. We let the beat drop, the ages here to degenerate. We are the last of past generations left it to us. They resonate, resonate. If you've been hated, felt underrated.
All right. Expansion draft. The most boring thing happened yesterday, and that was the expansion draft. Uh, the the That team from Austin got to pick some players. They picked five. They traded one away to Montreal um, for some money. So Kamal Miller, uh, yes, that Kamal Miller, uh, is now uh, playing for Montreal, at least currently. So they took him from Orlando, traded him to the Impact for uh, a bunch of gam and a uh, super draft place. Ooh. Uh, mm. Who else did they grab? Joe Corona. His oh, name always makes me laugh. Joe Corona. Uh, Brady Scott, goalkeeper from Nashville. Jason Stroud from the Energy Drinks. And Danny Hosen from the Quakes. Sure. So no TFC players were taken. Not that I think there was a huge chance that was going to happen. But next year, next year when there are two teams who are looking to build their rosters, look out TFC. You'll probably lose somebody then. We'll see. Um, today is also the beginning of free agent frenzy. Ooh, it's free agent today uh, as of 1 p.m. on Wednesday afternoon. MLS free agency uh, was open. And Frito Lay, yes, I think that's. I look at that. Look at us helping. That is a beautiful sponsor suggestion, Tony. Um, I I, I think that's just what it actually is. (laughs) Uh, And uh, there are. I was hoping that we would have like some sort of free, you know, first day free agent excitement to to report on the show. Nothing really all that exciting has happened uh, thus far today. A uh, couple notable names on here. Uh, Kyle Beckerman. Mm. Is he staying with the Bucks? Mm. Uh, Ozzy Alonso. Hey. Um, Joe Bendick. Who doesn't want Joe Bendick back? Nobody. Everyone. <laughs> oh, <laughs> um, oh, Jordan Hamilton. Oh. Bypassed already on Colin. I, I I will always bypass or you just because you love a villain, Duncan. Yeah, I also do. Uh, I a villain except when he's you know on the other team. So, mm. Otherwise, fuck him. But you know. <laughs> no, you know, Felipe and Darren Maddox. You know, let's just build a team of of, of villains. Duncan <laughs> will be at every game just to watch the shithousery. Uh, I, not only that, but I feel like he would actually get a shirt willingly with a sponsor on it if it was a team of villains. <laughs> if he could just put team of villains on the back, just have all those letters like rainbow across his shoulders. Yeah. yeah I think that's just build, build a team to really troll TFC fans. Get Dom Dwyer on there just so he can bring his wife along to the games. People won't like that. And yeah. uh, as well, and then just bring back Eric Zavaleta. <laughs> It's all coming together, isn't it? Um, now, one of the... I mean, he's a feel for the wrong reasons, though. <laughs> I would I like to point wire. out that... Uh, on Bunbury up front is great. Federico Iguain <laughs> is out of contract and is a free agent. I just want to point yeah, that, that, that Don't you have to bring all the family with He's very old. Yeah. I mean, five years ago, this team you could build would be incredible. <laughs> I mean, like, you've even got, like, Jeff Lorenowitz. Like, you've got guys who've just been around. Yeah, that one was, I, I, I'm i surprised Atlanta hasn't 
done anything about that yet. Like, to win. Like, tell me. I This team three years ago would probably get to the final easily. It's disturbing how many good names from before are on. <laughs> oh, Freddie Montero. He's a villain. As well. uh, Not a fun one. No. Not a fun one. No. Fuck him. Brack Shea. Brack Shea. Yo, sure. Yeah. Yep. Oh, God. That guy. In. Yeah. Yep. He deserves a place on that team. And we could, you know what? Jordan Hamilton can play for this team too. Not because he's a villain, but that's just because he needs a place to go. Hmm. Indeed. It wasn't meant to be sad or mean. It was just. Perry Kitchen, like, yeah, this is a, this would be a really like FIFA FIFA eighteen. This would have been a team that would some damage. Like, yeah. Bradley Wright Phillips would have scored a shitload of goals up front for this team in like twenty seventeen. Yeah, he would. He'd have won and Wright Phillips. I mean, Jesus Christ, that's like two of the best scorers in the history. Right there, Cubo Torres on the bench. Yeah, oh my God. he would he would even make the starting lineup. <laughs> And that's, that's Does anyone have a franchise they want to give to us? We have what, your team. What 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 world are we living in where Kubo Torres doesn't even get to start? <laughs> From a team the world where he's team. apparently shit in MLS now. Um, also, also, too, why even have an expansion draft? Look at this. <laughs> exactly what an expansion team should have: a bunch of over the hill fucks and a bunch of guys you've never heard of. That's how it's supposed to go. And I bet this team could still make the playoffs. <laughs> In MLS, everyone makes the that. playoffs, so of course. No, they eliminate almost four teams, Kristen. Come oh, on. you're right. You're right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Almost. Well, they could easily get ahead of some of these sh- absolute shit shows. So, like Diego Fernandez, he, he was. Watch your mouth. <laughs> no. Oh. I, uh, okay. huh? Yeah, for Ozzy Alonso and Carl Beckerman is a freaking dynamite like defensive midfield pivot. Like, Un- under oof. Mike Petke's management? Great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fuck it. I'm going to go get $150 million. I'm going right. to buy a team. We are going to play next year. Tony, at U of T. Hmm. Oh, See, we got to pick an evil place. We need to find an evil place. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Maple Leaf Gardens, Skydome. <laughs> that was actually <laughs> Skydome. Yeah, Skydome, evil, yes. evil fucking place. Yes. Like this is, this is this is New York. This is NYCFC levels of calamity. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, the, the field fits, but can we call them the sightlines are terrible? FC. Can we call them what? The six FC. Oh. Because that's nice mm. and just shit. Yeah, but you know what the best, you know what the funny the, and ironic part about that is? That would be embraced overwhelmingly. That's true. Even though York Nine was completely derided for all the right reasons. Drake can be so, mascot. A giant. It could be either a giant, uh, like, cartoon version of him, or like, uh, is it what? Isn't isn't a Drake like a, a small dragon or some shit? Isn't, a, duck, isn't that a male duck? Yeah. Or, oh yeah, yeah male yeah. duck. That's right. Perfect. Perfect. That's, that's why he took the name because male ducks are so like big in hip hop. <laughs> they are the sexiest of all the ducks. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, hopefully we have some actual free engine, free agent frenzy news to report on. Uh, sorry, some Frito Lay free agent frenzy news to report on uh, next week. I feel like Cincinnati signed someone, didn't they? Did they? Well, while well, I start talking with CCL, you look. Oh, did they? FC Cincinnati selected Ben Mines in the waiver draft. Uh, there was a waiver draft. 
Wow. There was a waiver draft already? Jesus Lord. Yes, MLS end of year waivers uh, happened, I think, today. And then now, now it's officially free agent time. But the, the waiver thing happened to happen first. And uh, New York Red Bulls midfielder Ben Mines uh, got picked by Cincinnati. Well, then. Oh, Dr. Mindbender. Go, yes. go WKRP. Quite. All right. Well, if you are... Uh... Well, tonight's your last chance, so they'll probably all be out. So you, by the time you listen to this, they'll probably be done. But there was a little bit, you know, if it, MLS Cup was over and you were like, oh, no more MLS teams to watch. Well, CCL for 2020 is still ongoing because... Oh, God, it's still happening. Um, so last night, uh, the Cheesemakers and the Pizza Rats both played uh, their matches. Uh, Pizza Rats got completely spanked um, by Tigres. It was great. So, um, that's so just, that's and then Montreal team. obviously lost to a Mexican team because that's what happened. So congratulations. Montreal won their match, hmm? but not by enough. Oh. They actually won 1-0 and oh. played considering... Well, congratulations to Pumas. I assume it's Pumas. Is it... Uh, Olympia. Monarca. Olympia. No, Monarca. Who was it? Who, who, they, who was it? Olympia. Olympia. The Hunter inside. Yeah, that's not in Mexico. They got eliminated by a Honduran team? They did. That's they did. fucking embarrassing. <laughs> anyway, they actually, that's considering how many players they were missing, I, I, will give, I will give Montreal a bit of credit for playing a solid game, missing like five really important players. Um, Look, Columbus man. played an important game, missing two very important players, and they won a goddamn trophy for it. <laughs> So uh, take your excuse bucket and throw it out. Yep. But the main takeaway from the match between the Cheesemakers and Olympia uh, isn't that uh, Montreal lost and is now out of the CCL, as are the Pizza Rats, um, but that, as I mentioned uh, in the introductions, uh, Jerry Bankston, the former T-Terrorist DP, Honduran International Olympia player, wore a mask for the entire match while he played. Holy shit. And so, um, so, so is he must have respite. I'm sorry. I'm trying to think of all of the conspiracy theorist bullshit. So like, did he pass out? He must, he, he must, must have contracted something. Oh yeah. Constantly. So apparently um, he wears a mask in his, in, in the club and you know, like in, in, during their season, he just, this is, this is what he's been doing this year. And fuck you, everyone that winds up having to wear a mask into a store. If a soccer player you know, in the heat, in, you know, even the in relative humidity of where they play, uh, even at this time of year, can run around for 90 minutes in a mask and be fine. You can endure it for five minutes. Yeah, but do we really know that was Jerry Bankston? <laughs> oh. Oh. Good point. It might have been a killer bee thing where a completely other yeah. Jerry Bankston yeah. came out in the second half. It could have been well, the soccer machine. Stuck in air. Yeah. Mm. Good call. <sighs> Also, if, if Twitter today has told me anything, uh, it's that I guess Jerry Bankston is uh, soon going to be up signing uh, for Winnipeg uh, with the with the Peggers. Ooh, if, really? If he can wear a mask. No, it was some random thing on Twitter. There's some right wing douchebag who's all like, <laughs> "Yeah, any heterosexual man out there who wears a mask obviously likes getting fucked in the ass by his girlfriend as well." Oh yeah, yeah, that was. Uh, I know who you're talking about. Oh, that that's delightful. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But it's, yeah, those people. Prison playing. Dipshit. Um, yeah, good times. 
Um, tonight, the AU guys are up against uh, Club America, and Zombie Shivas mm-hmm. uh, is up against Cruz Azul. So, well. so that, that should go horribly for both MLS sides. Um, but CCL 2021, the controversy. So CCL 2021 will be starting, shockingly, in 2021. Um, oh, I know, I know. It's amazing. I know, isn't that good? It's it's really handy when the naming convention works well. Um, so obviously, we still don't have we don't know which team from Canada is is playing because we haven't had the Voyagers Cup yet. So either um, Hamilton or Toronto, but MLS teams. So MLS teams are selected in various ways, right? So the winner of MLS Cup, so Columbus, mm-hmm. um, Supporter Shield winners. Mm-hmm. Unless it's again, unless any of these things are Canadian team. Uh, so Philadelphia this year, uh, the winner of the COVID cup tournament got an entry. So Portland, right? So this is all very normal. The, the other entry um, usually comes from the U S open cup winner. Now they didn't have the U S open cup this year, obviously. So you would think that, Oh, I don't know. Maybe the other team in at the MLS Cup final, or the or someone else who got lots of points, or, or whatever, would be the next entrant. No, no, Atlanta, winner of the 2019 U.S. Open Cup, gets to do it again because MLS, and not even MLS, because USSF. It is a decision that has not been met with much happiness from what I've seen. Um, Could they not have won Colorado win on a points per game basis? Right? Seriously. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That would have been better. Yes. Yeah. They they already played in this year's, in the, the 2020 CCL for winning the 2019 Open Cup. Yep. Right. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. No sense. None whatsoever. It's uh yeah, it's a it's a bit of a it's a bit of a mess. Um on a points per game basis, if if you know if you're looking at MLS, um it should be the sporks. Yeah. I know. There's there's no good choices because it's 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 MLS, but um yeah. like this is <laughs> It's just, but the, the, the choice of the AU guys, uh, because they are still the, the reigning U.S. Open Cup title holders, seems a bit weird. Um, mm. But uh, it is kind of funny to watch the implosion. Comical. I would go with the word comical. Chaos is always good. Chaos is good. Team Chaos. All right, to close out the show, we have the very tiniest little bit of TFC talk because nothing is really happening in TFC land. We still don't have a coach. 
Um, there haven't been any good new coaching rumors. Big Sam jerk has abandoned us to go save West Brom from re- regulation. Relegation. They're getting regulated. They're getting regulated. Yeah. Just like Warren G said, you got to keep them relegated. So, like I said, no TFC players were taken in the expansion draft. Uh, no TFC free agent stuff has happened as of yet. Um, there's only one TFC player who is exposed for the re-entry draft tomorrow the 17th which is pablo piatti um probably nothing will happen there but just a, a couple things that i want to i want to ask and or mention so we're, we're going through the the free agent list and building the the team of villains but someone i want to put forth as as why the hell not it, should we not bring him to tfc because it's really it's our turn is kai kamara yeah yeah, like this is a good, this is a good idea. I think this is a great idea, and, and I'm actually serious. Not just because I like Kai Kamara, um, veteran player, uh, ability to score goals. He can't be make you know he's he's got to be. We should be able to like buy down his contract a little bit because obviously he moves around a lot. Um, delightful, you know, mm. and 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 Duncan, you know, he's a, he's a bit of a. You know, he, he likes to he likes to mix. You know, he's a bit of a shit disturber out there. So you know, this should get on your good side as well. Um, sure, I mean, all those things are valid, but you know, Ayoakinola, let's not stand in his way. Let's not put Kai Kamara in his way. All I'm yeah, thinking yeah. is like a, a bench person. You know, instead of Patrick Mullins, we have Kai Kamara. That's well, if you put it that, okay, you put it Definitely. that way, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, no, no, this isn't meant to. Oh no, no, Ayoakinola should be starting I, all the time. Can I? Can I take this? Can I take this step a little further? Sure. We keep, uh, we keep Mullins, upgrade from defense from Eric Zavaleta, so we could just offload <laughs> that higher wage bill. Anyway, that's my Eric joke for tonight. Good night, everyone. <laughs> Seriously, where's your uncle now? Hey, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I would. Uh, I still. Yeah, I would love to see Kai Kamara come uh, play for whatever part of a year because apparently he doesn't even play complete years of clubs anymore. You know, for a while here in Toronto. Why not? Um, yeah, come here and he'll be on the bench. He'll be going to reserve. Voyager's Cup comes around. Oh, he can yeah. get in the first team for that. He can win his Voyager's Cup and then go off to some other MLS team. Perfect. And that'll be it. That, that's all we need from him. I think that's a reasonable request. I think that's good. Good yeah. plan. I like it. I mean, the, the 2021 Voyager's Cup, 2020 Voyager's Cup, Hamilton's going to win. <gasps> 2021 Voyager's Cup, uh, Toronto, Kai Kamara can lead them to victory, and then he can go somewhere else. Perfect. I heard him say it. I heard him say it. Can't take it back. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then the other thing, just to, 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 to close out the show. Uh, so Justin Morrow, who, as we all know, is one of my favorite players, and is currently... Every's free agent, um, you know the 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 leader for Black Players for Change um, was on that. Uh, so I'm waking the red weekly um, with friend of the pod, uh, constantly promoting. I know uh, Jeffrey Nesker, 
anyway, um, and it was a very, you know, it was a very good interview. If you, if you like Justin Morrow, if you're like me, you like Justin Morrow, I do recommend you watch it. Um, it was, it was, it was oh, a good interview. A you, you know, we're recording a podcast, right? <laughs> he said some good things, but the, my, the very, the very best thing and something that if you don't like Justin Morrow, I, I think should endear you certainly sealed my love for him. Um, they were talking about TFC kits in the time that Justin Morrow has, has played for Toronto and asked what his, what his favorite kit was. Now his favorite one is, is, is slightly controversial one. It's, it's the white one with the red and a little bit of blue. So good kit uh, is a good kit. His least favorite is the Onyx kit. Uh, the one that everybody gushes over. I, I, well, I, I never was never really a fan, so this made I me very happy. I like I, I get it. I didn't get it. So anyway, yeah, good for him for having yeah. taste. It was so funny. It's just one of my. I, I love. I love little player moments like that. But I also um, enjoy enjoy the thought of uh, of uh, people who love that kit so much just being like, "What? How dare he?" So appears on Rival Podcast. Another X against Justin Morrow. <laughs> mm-hmm. To be fair, I haven't reached out to ask him to come on ours, so that's that's really that's on me. I'm sorry. There's time. There is time. There's still time. There is still time. Um, still, I mean, it's pretty much the end of the year. Surely, to God, we're not keeping this going next season. Oi! Oh, let's let's hope not. Jesus. Don't Oof. start me too. God, we've... God Lord. Really, what else? What else can we say? <laughs> they just keep getting new sharks, Duncan. You know this exactly. <laughs> new sh- new sharks, new jumps. We have we have a we have a we have a new off season to win. Come on, new we're just establishing coming. this running gag where Kristen's signal craps out, and then we just put <laughs> whatever the hell she said for X number for of minutes outfit. at the end of the show. Just for love. Like, a whole Turkmeni League gag next year is going to be amazing. Oh, yeah. If they get their YouTube contract settled, I'm in. <laughs> All right. Well, that that is uh, that is the end of our show for this week. Um, please join us next week for our last show of 2020. We do our year-end wrap-up um, of 2020. Uh, and, uh, you know, if you want us to talk about something specific next week, let us know. Hit us up on the Twitters or in the comments on the podcast uh, website. I have been joined by the entire vocal minority panel uh, to be found on the Twitters at Duncan D. Fletcher, Mr. Duncan Fletcher. Hello, one penultimate time. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Out there on the tweet machine at Malarkey FC, Mr. Tony Walsh. AKA the real Jerry Bankston. <gasps> <gasps> Uh, we found in the Twitterverse at KitNerdMark with a K, not a Q, Mr. Mark Hinckley. You don't even like masks, Tony. I don't even believe this for a second. Also, thank you to everybody who continuously supports us via Patreon. We do appreciate that immensely. And uh, we got shirts through Zazzle that Tony has mostly cleverly designed. I say mostly because he did most of them. Not that they're mostly clever. They're all clever. That, no, there's that's some just... really dumb ones. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but that's us. That's that's our that's our stickers. Not everything's, we, not, we, not everything's a winner. This whole, this whole Kristen cutting signal thing. I don't know how well this is going to go, but we're riding it. Oh, we're going to ride that to the 
to the end. So I'm making a T-shirt. With regards to all these T-shirts and everything, did, did you see? There was maybe about a month ago the NHL came out with all its retro things mm. and everything. There was, you know, that's basically what you guys designed there. All those kind of like retro MLS kind of like random city and random team from whenever NASL days or what have you. It's basically the exact same concept. Yeah, they they copied. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, we keep getting fleeced. We're, we must be leaving hundreds of dollars on the table. It could be more, but I don't know math that well. But we must be leaving tons of cash on the table because we just don't know stuff. But we're smart <laughs> and dumb. Yeah. That's the best kind of smart. <laughs> yeah. Um, as for me, you can find me on the internet, yes, the entire internet, at KZ Knowles. I have been your host, Chris Knowles. And until next week, Toronto. Oh my gosh. Until next week, Canada. I haven't done that for a long time. Get used to it. For goodness!